You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas Third. We're the damn Indians. It's a beautiful Friday in the neighborhood, indeed. And it's always a great day when Joe Dorman drops by. So he's going to be in the hot seat at noon today. So, uh, yeah, you want to make sure that you catch that. Yeah, man, Joe Dorman, already a friend of the show, awesome dude. Um, would have been handling the the COVID nineteen pandemic so much better than our um, Cherokee governor. Yeah. Yes, indeed. But he's doing great things at the Oklahoma Institute for Child Advocacy, and we catch up with him about how this whole thing has affected their organization and how it has impacted Oklahoma's kids. So, oh yeah, it's a very, very interesting indeed. So make sure you want to hang around for that. And uh, so one of the things that I saw on the news today, new data is out, and um, it measures how efficient social distance social distancing initiatives have been across the states. Okay, in Oklahoma, on a on a grade from A to F, where do you think Oklahoma? is graded for social distancing initiatives from a to f uh-huh oh i i would say maybe a d just because we have the mayor of oklahoma city and the mayor of norman who have some sort of semblance of sense well you're quite generous sir because <laughs> it's a d minus <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> yes, the state of Oklahoma got a D minus, and that is based on data measuring how much people have been staying home, avoiding non essential outings, or encounters with other people. Mm. And so, of course, we know Oklahoma's throwing open its doors today, and uh, so everything is considered fully open yeah. now here in the state of Oklahoma without regard to, you know, a health panic or a pandemic or any kind of public health crisis. But you still can't have public weddings or funerals for uh, crowds for more than 10 people, and you still can't visit uh, nursing homes. I saw, uh, I saw a picture of a church that was getting ready for services. And they had their seats all spread out like it was some weird party game, like like there was supposed to be balloons sitting on each chair or something weird. And like it was a, uh, it was pretty interesting. I'm gonna be interested to see how many people have outbreaks after this first weekend of just you know, oh let's just all have fun and like you know, with the free love. Of the of the you know the sixties and seventies that movement came the AIDS epidemic of the eighties so uh, I'll be careful with them freedoms. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's really crazy. And one of the things that uh, we talked to uh, Oklahoma Indian Legal Services about a little bit this weekend is. Okay, so you've been protesting in Michigan. Uh, the governor actually, through executive order, because of the refusal of the Republican legislature, extended the stay-at-home order through May. 
And of course, all the white people everywhere were offended. And so they had to strap on their AR-15s with their grenades and their clips. Magazines. Their extra bullets and their extra shells and their extra crossbows and, you know. <laughs> their extra crossbows. That, <laughs> man, you, know, you know you're going hard in the paint if you got like a whole set of crossbows on your back. Like you're picking out different crossbows. Do you think they have crossbows for like different lengths? Like you're going to shoot one, you know, like a 300 yarder and then you got one that's like a up close, like a. Like a handgun type of crossbow. Is there something like that? Maybe Absolutely. there's a world of crossbows that I need to get into. But no, I mean, it, it's amazing. Like this is this is the epitome of of privilege. I mean, to think that you can go to a state capitol building with a semi-automatic weapon on your shoulder and act a fool you know i mean getting people's faces screaming i mean just trying to hype stuff up yeah and here's the thing too you and i went to the state capitol to uh mc an mmiw fashion show and they they searched us they searched everything that we had i mean the wand, the whole nine yards. I mean, they yeah. barely even let us in. And the judges were brown. If we were white, we could have gone in, you know, strapped down like that. Yeah, that was that was that was insane, man. Like, yeah, I don't know. It, it crazy times. Well, but you know what? Indians would never have been able to do that anyway. Oh no! I'm getting shot. I mean, on if I show up anywhere, if I show up anywhere with that kind of weaponry on me, I'm getting shot. Probably on site. Like, I would be, I would be lucky to get tased. Let's put it like that. Like that would be that would be a lucky outcome if I was to be tased. <laughs> and that would only be because you are so recognizable and everybody knows you. And be like, we don't know what Thomas is doing over there with that gun, but <laughs> ordinarily he's all right, but he still has that weapon, so we're just gonna tase him a bit and see if it makes him drop it. Oh god. And I and it would be my luck that like I would probably get hit with a taser and it wouldn't drop me. That that kind of thing. <laughs> like, you know, you know, I just got like a ridiculous tolerance to everything that would be something stupid where some taser just, you know, didn't drop me. So they had to hit me with like three of them. And, you know. <laughs> just as your friend, I'm going to give you this advice. If the cops tase you, whether it drops you or you feel it or not, my advice is just get on the ground. <laughs> oh, yeah. Automatically, even if, even if I'm not, yeah. If it's not even affecting me, I'm still going to just drop to the ground. I'm gonna, I might even have a fake seizure just just to make it more real. <laughs> just so they don't hit me again. <laughs> For real, like, that's enough, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> and then all you have to do is be subdued the rest of the time. That's all yeah. <laughs> not say anything, not cause no more problems. <laughs> but that's why I'm not walking around with no AR anyway. I mean, 
that's just that's what's gonna happen to me regardless. Yeah, you think mm-hmm. you could like somebody would sell you one? Like if you oh, ordered one, like if you would. ordered an AR fifteen and had it delivered to one of the gun dealers there in Anadarko. And oh, I'm sure that I'm sure that you could get an AR fifteen. Oh, I mean you it would Oh, I seen it. Yes, absolutely yeah. you can. But that don't mean I'm going to get one. I mean, <laughs> that's a lot of firepower. Why, yeah. do, why do you need that in the first place? As a civilian, why do you need that in the first place? You know, a lot of people say it's, uh, it's to fight back against, uh, I don't know, people with other guns like that. So... I guess if you're getting in a home invasion and somebody has guns like that, then you have a good chance. I mean, a better chance anyway. I don't know. It's 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 this insane way. Like it's the almost like the the Cold War mentality, the nuclear, you know, just building up more and more, and you know. But here's not fun. Oh, I was just saying, just stockpiling. But here's yeah. the thing. You know, I, I get that you have that to protect yourself and your home and you, yours and all that. I, I get that. Your property, okay. You know, I, I, I can get that. But when you're taking it to public places like state capitol buildings and things like that, um, you're not just at home exercising your right to bear arms and to take care of your property and you and yours. Now what you're really doing, and you know that you're doing it, you know how many people are intimidated by firearms like that. Oh, yeah. And that's what that's for. So so who are you really going to use that against? Because... So you're going to yell something at somebody, and if they disagree with you, that gives you license to shoot them with the thing? Is, is that it's what almost, it is? It almost feels like that. I mean, that's the way people kind of feel like people are ready. There are extremists on both sides of this thing that are ready to go to war. <laughs> I mean, just on some wild stuff. There's people who are ready to start a civil war for Donald Trump. And there's people who are willing to uh, to go to war with those people just because they want to go to war. But isn't that the excuse? That's that's my point. Yeah. Is they, they want the excuse for anything to jump off. But then what? I mean, they, some, some of these people have, you know, f- have greater firepower than some of these municipalities and these are individuals yeah i mean and so what does that is that when the the militia is that when the caddo county posse takes over and when they have more firepower than the sheriff's department even though that's a sanctioned thing by the sheriff's department you heard it here we've talked about it before Check out the Caddo County Posse because it does exist. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. It's it's so it's it's so weird that we're even like we're at this point that we have so many people. I mean, 
these these militias are weird anyway. Like, I, you remember the first time I you heard about a militia was whenever uh, whenever the Oklahoma City bombing happened. Because that's what uh, Timothy McVeigh was part of. Whatever, I don't know, what was it? The Michigan militia or whatever it was? And, Some kind of white supremacist group. Yeah, and and that's the kind of people that are in these militias half the time. And I mean, they're they're one step from being unhooded from the KKK. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I mean, that's what it is. It's intimidation. Whenever, whenever the Black Panthers started exercising their Second Amendment right, there was a lot of laws put in place to keep them from being able to carry guns. But, you know, whenever, whenever AIM was doing it, it was a lot, of, a lot of effort made to try to get these guns out of these people's hands. Whenever these groups have them, it's just kind of like, you know. That's their 2A right. Well, and of yeah. course, with, with the masks now, with the masks being socially acceptable, they don't have to have hoods. They can wear these yeah. masks and show, continue to show their eyes and wave their rebel flags and yeah. know, wave their penis substitutes around. <laughs> their extenders. Because isn't that really what it's about? And, and again, I'm, I'm not against owning guns. I, I am a gun owner. I have more than one gun. So I, well, I'm not, not there's nothing we're wrong with owning guns. Responsible gun ownership, we're all about that. But when you take your semi-automatic assault rifle out in public, that's not being a responsible gun owner. Yeah. It's not. That's not what responsible gun owners do. They don't walk around with their, with their, you know, with their equipment on their shoulder or whatever. Like that's not what that's not what people do. That's not the way that you do it. It's, it's not really decent society people. <laughs> no, it's not the way normal people do things. No, indeed. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's going to be an awesome day because you know why? It's Friday. Yes, indeed. For better or worse, the doors are open here in Oklahoma. We are indigenous, we're independent, and we are them damn indids at Talk Jive Radio.